love, your mercy, your grace, everything you do for us, Lord. We acknowledge you, Lord, as uh, sovereign over our lives, Lord, and King of kings. Father, we're asking right now that you bless these tithes and these offerings that were lifted up. Father, continue to bless us in our lives. Give us wisdom. Give us strength, Lord, uh, to come to you first in all things, Lord Jesus. We ask also, Lord, that you uh, bless us, Lord, right now uh, by removing obstacles, removing distractions, whatever it is in our mind, Lord, that's keeping us from hearing your voice this morning, Father. We ask, Lord, that you speak louder than anything, Lord, and that we can hear you clearly. Uh, Father, we're grateful for this place that you give us. We're uh, grateful for the rain that you're showing us. We're asking for all the petitions that were asked for earlier, Lord, those that are um, uh, recovering and and healing, those that are watching too, Lord, wherever they're at, Father, that they can feel your presence right now in this moment. Uh, Father, we ask that you bless everyone, Father, in your precious name we ask this, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. Y'all may be seated. God bless the group. So this, uh, I believe it was this week, I um, I was um, watching a video, and it it really, I, it's it's not the first time I had seen this video. This video has been out, um, but it reminded me when I saw it. I said, I think I've seen this before. You, anybody ever have those moments? Where you're like, I think I've seen this before, and you watch it anyway. Yeah, and you watch it, uh, you watch it anyways, and you're like, I did see it, but you watch the whole thing anyway. So. Um, but uh, I, I asked uh, uh, Brother Anthony to put this video up so we could watch it um, and just get a l- little bit of time to uh, meditate a little bit on it. Uh, Gabriel, if you can get those back lights and just make it, um, it's only a four-minute video, but I really want us to take it in. Hermanos, estaba mirando un video esta semana y pues me tocó y... Comencé a pensar, ¿yo ha visto este video? No, no, no lo vi, no lo vi. Pero cuando comencé, the whole, the whole one. Pero cuando comencé a verlo, hasta el último, dije, oh, sí, lo vi. Y ya era cuatro minutos, pero me tocó otra vez, lloré otra vez. Pues era un, un video bien linda y uh, pues tuvo un impacto. Uh, ojalá que tenga el mismo impacto. So le pide uh, a los hermanos que tocan este um, video que pueden ver. You can leave the center light one. The, is it the third from the left, Gabriel? There you go. Thank you. Um, eh, solo pueden ver, hermanos, y a ver si uh, pueden, um, a, a ver si tienen el mismo impacto que tuvo para mí. Uh, lo explico ya. Es en inglés, es de un pastor, uh, un testimonio que él tiene. Pero como dije, es de cuatro minutos y nomás lo quería uh, que lo podamos ver juntos. Amen. So we're going to play this quick video. Um, Crazy enough, I don't think this video has anything to do with the message, <laughs> but I still thought the impact of the video is important, so we want you guys to, to see this, amen? So if you could play that video, brother, I'd appreciate it. We, ain't get, we don't have no audio, brother. I don't know, Orna's not back there. If you can pause it, brother Anthony, yeah. Thanks, Lorenzo. <laughs> get it set up here. Praise God.
Like I told you, brothers and sisters, this was a short video, but uh, praise the Lord. Uh, it impacted me the first time I'd seen it, <laughs> as I remembered, uh, as much as it did the second time. And uh, yeah, if you could turn them on, Tristan. Um, God bless the kids, the classes. Uh, praise the Lord. One more. Got it. That's good. So the point, the point of that, as I was um, meditating, I, 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 I like how he said it, right? I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, we, sometimes there's more obstacles in our lives than there's uh, a willingness to go past that obstacle to get to God. Um, we can all find excuses, right? We can all find reasons um, why we don't serve him, but we really don't look at the bigger picture, which is there's tons of examples like this. And as I was uh, talking to Brother Lorenzo about it this morning, uh, I happened to, after I watched that video, of course, it usually says, oh, you like that video, you watched it all the way through, here's another video. And I saw one, and it's a, it's a podcast that this pastor has that he interviews um, ministers around the world that are going through persecution. Uh, there's another one that I'm probably going to play on the radio. Um, it's about a 10-minute one, I think. But it's talking about um, a, a pastor from China that um, the tribulations that they've been through as a whole congregation they had to actually leave China to go to South Korea. Um, and there's churches that will help them out, will donate Bibles, and, and also, also um, help them uh, transition to, if they're going to come uh, to the United States, help them uh, find paperwork and, and help them um, get, you know, uh, organized to be able to do that. So it was a good podcast that I enjoyed on that one too. So, but it really touched my heart. And um, as I mentioned Everything that was said can be related to a preaching, um, but the title of today's message is Be Present. Um, hermanos, uh, me tocó este testimonio, como estaba hablando, no sé si todos entendieron, pero um, estaba hablando este pastor que uh, un día fue para China para hablar con unos ministros que viajaron como 13 horas para llegar a esta um, cita que iban a tener a una junta que, que tuvieron, pero qué triste era que uh, da, da toda la historia como llegaron y eran como 22 y dos por dos fueron para arriba porque para ocupar un cuarto porque no, no tienen dinero, no tienen uh, cosas suficientes, pero vio el esfuerzo, ¿es así se Esfuerzo, desfuerzo, des, esfuerzo, I'm sorry, esfuerzo que ellos um, tuvieron para, para llegar ahí. Y como uh, de memoria tenían las escrituras en sus corazones, porque si uh, la policía o en, en gobierno le hayan, uh, le ponen en prisión por tres años. Este otro testimonio, uh, pastores por ocho años le ponen ahora uh, uh, por razón si hayan que, que están teniendo servicio. So they go through great persecution for uh, something that's free for us, something that we just come here and 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 that last statement was pretty powerful, you know. It was like, uh, can you pray for us that one day we can become like you? And he says, I will not. <laughs> like, what? Le dijo al último uno de las personas, puedes orar para nosotros para que podamos ser como como ustedes que se congregan. 
uh, con libertad y alaban al Señor con libertad y dijo él no voy a orar por eso y pues la persona le miró cómo no puedes qué por qué y dijo porque puedo ver el esfuerzo que tienen ustedes um, uh, para venir para llegar aquí y pues le dio ánimo a él y es cierto hermanos porque a veces perdemos eso la vista no tenemos la vista en eso so we've got to uh, we've got to recognize some things and and know that um, um, God has called us and inspired us, amen? And when he's called us and inspired us, we've got to push through things. We've got to push through obstacles. And some of these obstacles ain't obstacles like other people are struggling with around the world, amen? Um, so I, I wrote a couple of notes down for this title. Uh, we've got to learn to make ourselves available for God's purpose. You know, when we start talking about being present, what does that mean? Being present doesn't mean that you go to stuff that you want to do. Anybody wants to do that, right? It's like, oh, they're doing this. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. They're doing this. I want to be there. You know, that's not being present. That's something that you're willing to do. Being present is when God asks you to do something or God has called you for something that's a little uncomfortable, that's a little difficult. And you know God's calling you for this because you can feel the impact in your heart. You can feel what God is doing in this. Hermanos, um, escribí unas notas. El título es uh, estar presente. Y pues el primera nota, nota que puse que necesitamos aprender cómo hacer uh, nuestras vidas um, que podemos responder cuando uh, para Dios es para Dios el propósito de Dios. Amén. Nosotros necesitamos entender que cuando Dios lo está llamando a nosotros, a veces vienen cosas, a veces pasan cosas, que, pues, cosas difíciles. Y, pues, ¿qué, qué hacemos? ¿Qué hacemos? Nomás decimos, ah, no, no es la voluntad, por, uh, no sé si Dios quería esto en mi vida. Pues, a veces no, cosas no van a estar fáciles para cuando Dios te está llamando. Pero puedes ver cosas, te da um, el Señor la manera de ver algo que está haciendo algo. You know, sometimes in the difficult things, God shows you that he's doing something. He get, I call them little nuggets from heaven. You got to look for your little nuggets from heaven. You know, you can see your kids re responding differently. You can see your life transforming peace in your life. You know, it's not like it's the burning bush that's, that you're just there and, uh, uh, and God's talking to you that way. Sometimes he's talking to you with transforming things around you. A veces, hermanos, que estamos buscando el voz del Señor, pero Él te está hablando en cómo está cambiando cosas en tu vida. A veces no queremos, queremos ir, quiero oír tu voz, Señor, háblame, Señor. Y pues te mira y dice, ¿no estás viendo lo que estoy haciendo ahorita en tu familia? El Señor está haciendo algo perfecto, lo hace, lo hace en su tiempo. A veces no lo gustamos el tiempo porque ya estamos... Uh, Acostumados a Amazon Prime. ¿En quién ordenó algo ayer que va a llegar hoy? Ah, tan. Uy. Ojalá que acabe este hermano porque llega a las una media. Y era J-Lo, J-Lo. You smile big, J-Lo. J-Lo's got something. I got something too, J-Lo. I got something too. Oh, both of them. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. God bless. But sometimes that's what we get used to, right? We get to you. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Okay, pull up to the first window. That's what we want God to be, don't we? He's the first window, God. They're making me go to a stall. Go wait at stall three. And we were like, 
So we're impatient believers. What's an impatient believer? An impatient believer is like God saying, you have no idea what I'm doing right now, how I'm preparing you, how I'm breaking you, how I'm shaping you, how I'm molding you. We talked a little bit about this on Friday. You know, it's like sometimes I wish, you know, it's the hardest thing when you see people that you love around you hurting because of you. But some of us don't see that. We're like, I'm not seeing anything. We have a Jonah moment where we fall asleep at the bottom of the boat that he can't even throw himself off. He's paralyzed enough where he says, can you throw me off the boat? Jump off the boat, Jonah. I can't. Oh, it's powerful. I told you on Friday, I was like, man, God, where's that stuff coming from? I thought we were having prayer today. But it's the truth. Sometimes we're not seeing ourselves and how we're hurting those around us. So I want to be present when God's calling me. I want to be present when God is showing me something. I also wrote down this note right here. We ask for a sign, but distractions stop us from hearing him call. How many of you guys have asked God for something and it's just like, I don't know why he's not answering. It's because you haven't, you haven't peace be still around you. You haven't asked God to say, hey, can you silence what's, so I can make sure I hear you. I don't miss. A veces estamos pidiendo al Señor. Uh, un señal, 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 y uh, las distracciones, las cosas que están pasando en nuestras vidas, no los deja oír o ver lo que los está enseñando. Hay tanto uh, cosa pasando, pues eso es lo que está pidiendo, lo estoy pidiendo al Señor que me quita, es todo lo que está pasando. Pues es un sacrificio que a veces decimos, Señor, háblame, te doy este tiempo. God, I'm giving you this space right now. Speak to me. But we can't get to that point where we're giving him that space and we miss the calling. We miss what he's telling us. Or again, it's a perfect, the parable of the sower, right? Or, or our seed never has a chance to get to fertile ground. It just stays on top. And here come the birds. It stays on top of rocks and here comes the sun. But that moment, where we cultivate that moment where we prepare ourselves and we say enough's enough and we open the space for him as the seed falls, we cover it. We come back to nurture it with his water and his presence of, uh, of growth and we see it, the bud happen and we get excited. And some of us don't see those little buds that are happening in our lives that are the growth that God's given us. Why? Because of the distraction. Because of our hearts, because of Amazon Prime. Because it's not happening quick enough. I want that bud to give me fruit already. Why isn't that little plant giving me a fruit? I need fruit. We got to be patient in the Lord. Amen. Amen. If we turn to 1 John 3.13, the word of God says, Si voltamos hermanos para primera de Juan 3.13, Dice, hermanos míos, no os extrañéis si el mundo os que aborrece. Marvel now, my brethren, if the world hates you. Now, how can the world, how can my family hate me? How can my coworkers hate me? How can people around me hate me? Now, I don't want, I don't want to get this confused with just you not being a very good person. Okay? There's people that will sometimes dislike you just because uh, you might not be likable. Hate to break it to you. 
I got quiet here. So I wasn't talking about y'all. I'm just saying I was throwing it out there, okay? Don't take it personally. A veces, hermanos, oímos esto y dijimos, pues, es por eso que uh, mis, uh, los con que trabajo no me, no me gustan. No, no, is that how you say it? No me gustan or they don't like me? No me quieren. Ese es el razón. No, 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 ese, es, ese no es el razón. Es porque tienes problemas. Pero aquí está hablando el Señor. Si estamos viviendo una vida santa, si estamos viviendo una vida que queremos cambiar, queremos hacer nuevo en algo, y personas le molesta a personas, pues es, no debemos estar sorprendidos en eso. You know, the word of God is not talking about just your personal relationships and just non-spiritual things. It's talking about when you're in the spirit and people are seeing you change, transform. They're seeing you not be the same. They're seeing you not talk the same. They're seeing you, they're not hearing the same problems from you. How sad is it that people don't like you because they don't hear the same problems you've had? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're used to you sitting down at lunchtime and just going about the family. Well, you know this, you know that. And when they stop hearing that, it kind of irritates them a little bit because that's what's going on in their lives. But when they start seeing transformation, when they start seeing God do something, it can bother people. And most of the time it bothers people because they're not strong enough to maybe take the journey you're taking. See, don't mistake in how oh, my family doesn't, you know, want anything to do with me. Well, it's because you bothered your family because you've decided to do something different that they're not prepared to do yet. But our problem is, is a lot of times we baby that. A lot of the times we still put ourselves there. And what is it? We're getting slopped with mud when we don't have to because we are a particular nation, a peculiar nation. And the mockery happens and all this stuff happens. And I, and I thank God that, you know, it was difficult. It was difficult for me growing up and, you know, our family growing up. But we didn't put ourselves, I never, I never got any of that stuff because our, our father made a decision like, hey, you know what? This house is going to serve the Lord. And if it means us being independent from people, then it's going to be independent from people. Until my kids can get roots, until they're not destroyed and being pulled away. And you know what? A lot of my family sent family to us to help change them. So you got to take a stand. You got to make a decision. Who are you going to serve today? It can't be one of those wishy-washy type of moments. How I'm feeling this week determines how I'm going to serve God. You decide I'm going to serve you, God, in good and bad. But we cannot find it as a surprise when our family hates us. No te puedes sorprender, hermano, cuando tu familia no te ama. Por las cosas del Señor. Por el aviso. Y si, si lo miras es, es interesante porque te amaban cuando no pagabas dinero, cuando robabas de ellos, cuando, cuando quebrabas cosas y cuando te metías en, en pleitos. Pero ahora que tienes el Señor en tu vida, ¿no te aman? Isn't that interesting? They loved you when, you when you stole from them, when you owed them money, when you broke stuff, when you fought with them, when you cursed at them, when you said things, you lied to them. They still loved you, but as soon as you, Jesus gets involved, that's good for you. That's not good for me. So, so what is this that's so great that it makes 
people distance themselves from you. It's because this peace is a peace that the world cannot give. And when God starts transforming, changing, and doing something in us, it starts to get principalities of spirits around you recognizing it. La cosa es, hermanos, no es tanto que son espíritus, no es que es tu hermana, tu hermano, un amigo, alguien que trabajas, estás trabajando con ellos. No es que esa persona tiene algo contra ti. Son espíritus. They're spirits. You see, we're going to bring this down because we only got a couple of days to the boo. Okay, spirits. Okay, I know we don't have, hopefully no little, little kids in here will get scared, but there's principalities that are above you right now looking to where they can go and dwell. And sometimes they find weak vessels. And what we do and what we desire is to be as close as we can to God because the closer you are to God, the less these principalities enter your life. Oh, you, you, you think it's weird. You, you, have you ever met a bipolar spirit? You guys don't even know what that is, do you? You're like, what are you talking about? What's brother talking about, right? A bipolar spirit is like, hey, how you doing, mija? ¿Por qué estás aquí? Well, where did that come from? Well, it's not the person. It's the principality that's in the air. And the power that God has given us. And the authority that he's given us is Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke spirits right now that are here in the name of Jesus. I want to just clear a path for you, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Anything I do today in your precious name, Jesus. But see, some of us, we get offended. We get confused. Why do they hate me? Why did they say that? Why did my mom say that to me? It wasn't your mom. It came out of your mom, but it wasn't your mom. What are you talking about? You're really confusing me right now. Because they're principalities. Sometimes it's testing our faith. Sometimes it's seeing if, if some simple words cause us not to love someone. Like the way Christ loved. Forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they do. As he was dying. Are you dying? Some words killing you? Some actions killing you, it's not enough. Because again, we could hear in this testimony right here, there's people that are going through persecution. We got to get ourselves prepared to be present in those moments, to accept what God has for us in our lives. Es importante, hermanos, muchas veces estamos sirviendo al Señor como lo sentimos. We're serving God on how we feel. Ah, yo me siento bien esta semana, voy a servir al Señor. Yo voy a estar ahí. Ay, no me siento bien. Tengo muchos problemas. No voy para la iglesia. I feel good this week. I'm going to serve the Lord. You know what? This week, it's a service week. I'll hit every service. What do you, what's on the event? Let's look, it up. Let's look at the app. What events do they got this week? I'm there. And then a little bit of turbulence comes. A little bit of problems come. And it's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here. But it's that pressure. It's that moment where you're feeling it saying I got to go in deeper I got to get closer because you know what it's if I can feel if I can feel the earth moving if I can feel a little bit of fear going on that means God's got something for me I'm getting closer to it especially if you're doing God's will praise the Lord 
If we turn to 1 Corinthians 9, 27, it says, 1 Corinthians 9, 27, dice, Si no, que golpeo mi cuerpo y lo pongo en servidumbre. No sea que habiendo sido errado para otros, yo mismo venga a ser eliminado. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Listen, I like how Paul's talking here. He's making things personal. You see, there's times that Paul will be public talking to people. He got a little personal here. Me gusta aquí que Pablo está enseñando una cosa. Te, te está enseñando su vida como él trata con cosas. Porque a veces te está hablándote a ti y a veces está hablando como él lo hace. See, we, we mistaken things at times and, and, and we miss that he's given us an example of how he submits, submits himself. He says right here, but I keep under my body and I bring it into what? Subjection. Lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I should be a castaway. Listen to this. I, and we've said this before, the word of God is preached to us first before it's preached out. This, this, this spirit that's here, it was already in the process of this message being built. This ouch, this what, this what's he saying? How's he saying it? Why is he saying it? All these emotions were already given. Paul saying, God's already spoken to us before he has spoken here. So in these moments, Paul seeing this as, it's like, okay, Let's understand one thing. I've got to maintain myself. I've got to be faithful in this because I'm in the same boat that you are in. Except I'm saying what God has told me to say. You see, we, sometimes we pass it as like, oh, just a message. But it's a warning. It's God calling you. It's God advising you. A veces, hermano, ah, no más es un mensaje. Ese hermano gay, gay, bro. Él no más habla. Oh, ¿cómo habla? Porque está en ventas, es por eso. Le gusta hablar, hermano Gabe. Está bien, está bien. Dios, Dios me dio una manera de hablar. Me preparó en mi vida. Pero una cosa es, hermanos, que necesitamos entender una cosa. Cuando vas a pasar algo, si tú puedes pensar en ese momento que estás pasando algo y vas como unos mensajes antes, ya el Señor te avisó. Lo que venía. You want to hear something spooky? We'll stay in the theme of spooky, right? Everybody wants to be spooked out for the next couple of days. That God's probably giving you a message within a few messages before for the problem that you're going through right now, the trial you're going through. But if you were too lost in yourself and not paying attention to the moment, you missed it. Isn't that scary? Isn't that sad? As you enter into the trial, God's giving you the solution beforehand but some of us weren't paying attention enough and we had too much stuff in our lives that we were not present for that moment no estábamos presente en ese momento que el señor te estaba avisando algo diciendo algo diciéndote que algo venía en tu vida enseñándote por por la palabra de dios no estábamos presente que ese momento que viene el sufrimiento Estamos, pues no sé por qué está pasando todo eso. ¿Por qué está pasando todo eso? Y si nomás 
y uh, uh, tratamos con un momento de decir Pues dijo la palabra de Dios Todavía tengo orgullo Todavía no quiero perdonar No estoy aceptando La corrección Me falta entendimiento Yo pensaba que estaba bien Pero estaba bien mal It goes, it goes, trust me. As I've gone through stuff in my life and I start to look and I'm like, hey, you know what, God? I know why I'm going through this. I know why I'm suffering because I'm still rebellious in certain things I need to, you're taking care of. None of us like to be corrected. Tell me someone here that likes to be corrected. Don't you lie. aquí le gusta ser corregido, hermanos. A todos nosotros el bendición. Bendíceme, Señor. Bendíceme, Señor. Pero la obediencia. Bless me, God. I'd like to just talk about blessings, brother. Can you talk about blessings? Blessings on blessings on blessings. They even make songs. Blessings on blessings on blessings. Number one hit. But where's the obedience? Where's the denial of oneself? Where's the good part where it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Woo. Some, some of y'all, some of y'all, some of y'all, have you, have you said sorry lately when you didn't want to say sorry? Have you kind of swallowed the eaten crow a little bit? Huh? Have you, or, or some of you still holding it resistant? Or some of you are holding on to bitterness of it, the after effects of it. I'm sorry. You ever had kids go tell them sorry? I'm sorry. No, no, no. You turn back around and you tell them better than that. Okay. But sometimes we're, we're some adults that way too. I'm sorry. Forgive me for this. I apologize and we leave. And we really weren't sorry. It was an act. But you know what? But you know what? Again, look, look, for me, regardless if it's true or false, there's somebody greater than me that brings everything to light, that proves everything. I want to be present the moment he calls me the moment he tells me something the moment he shows me something I want to be present si voltamos hermanos para segundo de Timoteo 3.12 if we turn to 2 Timothy 3.12 indeed all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted what does that mean What are you telling me? This isn't, this isn't the greatest speech to give people coming to church, right? What? I thought, the, I thought things got easier when I came to church. I saw people, I heard, you know, my grandma, my aunt, my parents, they told me it gets easier when you go to church. What do you mean it gets worse? What do you mean it gets harder? I can tell you this right now, that people right now that don't know Christ, they wither away. The world destroys them. When you start to come to Christ, God shows you the waste. God shows you what, what you lacked. The first time you taste of his water, the first time you feel his peace, the first emotion you get, the thought you had as he's speaking to you, these moments that I cherish them, I remember them personally. I feel maybe that video taps into them for me personally. 
saying, what are you crying about because you worked in a few extra hours? What are you crying about because everything's not okay at home? There's people dying for my name. And you don't like it because you were alone this week? Because everybody cast you away this week? Everybody gave you demonic looks this week? Coward! And, and those moments start to say, okay, God, I hear you. I hear that it's not, I don't need to have everybody on my side to feel that it gets me closer to you. Just knowing I have you on my side is enough for me, Jesus. But it's not enough because some of us here will go through the same routine again. And we get high with Jesus and then we come back down low without him. But that moment where we elevate like eagles. Oh, the beautiful eagle, right? You can see him not even working. He just messes with the feather there and goes up higher. But when is it going to change? When are the men like Brother Lorenzo brought? Again, again, the instability with that. What? What are you saying? When are the men going to be men of God? Not afraid to take a stand, even if it means that they don't get their huevos rancheros that week. Oh, God, help us, God, to be stronger for you, wiser for you. Enseñalo, Señor, como la sabiduría, Señor, porque este espíritu que está Aquí a veces que los duerme a nosotros. Despierta en nosotros, Señor, este, este fuego. This fire has got to turn on in our lives. And again, nothing, nothing else can matter more than Christ. That's to be present. Help us, Jesus, to see that. Amen. Praise the Lord. John 14, 6 says, Juan 14, 6, dice, hermanos. Jesús le dijo, yo soy el camino y la verdad y la vida. Nadie viene al Padre sino por mí. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So we see here Jesus presenting himself, which again, a lot of us that are religious, we understand this. This is famous, right? This is on paintings. This is everywhere. This is, I know he is this, but do we understand what he's presenting himself to be? He's it. He's everything in our lives. Sometimes we put stuff in front of him when it's him all along that we needed. He's our advice. He's our foundation. He's our hope. But we look for hope in other things. We look for results in other things. Again, brothers and sisters, this isn't one of those moments where you come to church one time and it's like, there it goes. Everything got solved. God wants to see your faithfulness. God wants to see where you stand. And in the process, he makes us perfect. In the process, he's removing things. Because we're acknowledging his calling in us. But we can't if we're not present. 
We can't if the first time something happens, we get offended and we want to leave. ¿Por qué, hermanos? Somos creyentes, hermanos. No como estaba hablando este pastor de cuando estaba en China, pero nosotros estamos bien prontos para ofendernos. Pero no miramos como estamos ofendiendo al Señor con nuestro vivir, nuestro creer. Porque todo sale luz. Es una cosa que nunca vamos a poder. Yo me recuerdo muchas veces cuando todo salió luz. Uh, uh. Uh. One more time. Yeah. You remember some things coming to light in your life? Some things that you thought were, were hidden and, and then, you know. Sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's things that we say. <laughs> you, ever, you know, they, they have a cute commercial now. Have you seen the commercial where, where um, the two moms are talking and the daughter's right there, and then the, 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 the mom tells this other mom with the daughter, she goes, hey, I'll see you later. We'll watch the game. We'll go over. And then the daughter goes, I thought you don't like going to her house. You said that they're always really never paying attention. You hate it. And the mom looks at her like, You ever had one of those moments? Come on, some of y'all. Hey, some of y'all don't want to be real. Everyone's had that moment here. Don't be all, all, all religious. Never. I've never had that moment, Brother Dave, because I don't talk like that. Liar. And then the mom instantly, right, goes into, I didn't say that. And it's a cute commercial because the daughter's like, has a little red flag. And she goes, should we bring out the video? And then they bring the video out and they're watching it. Right, and then the mom's like, I'm sorry, to the other mom. As the other mom takes off, right? Oh, yeah, you've had those moments. Because everything comes to light. Todo sale luz. Either you accept it or you don't. Anywhere you're going to run, it's going to happen too. So it doesn't matter if it's here or somewhere else. If God has called you and God has... This is, the part, this is the part where a lot of believers don't understand. It's like, you know, some, like I've, I've mentioned it before, right? Some of us, we come and we come in pots, right? We have our plan in a pot and we're carrying it, right? We're like, let's go check out this church, right? And we're here for years in a pot, right? You're kind of trying to grow a, a tree in a pot. We're like, well, let's just see if I like it. Right? And the first time something happens that we didn't like, we didn't know, we're like, let's take our pot and go. So guess what? That explains a lot of things if you keep a plant in a pot. It explains the depth of the roots. It explains the nutrition that it's getting. It explains the fruit that it's giving. But that moment that you pull it out and you plant it by the waters, you start to see Christ doing things in your lives that are different. Look at the way you've led your life before. Has it been religious? Well, guess what? You're in a pot. But God starts to call you one day as he's like, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. I just saved you. Wake up, get up, get up, get up. I'm calling you for something. Can we hear him? Are we present when he's calling? Estamos escuchando su voz, hermanos, cuando lo está llamando a nosotros. O estamos viviendo una, una vida, how do you say in a pot? Uh, ¿Qué? 
Maceta. ¿Es maceta? Ya dijo alguien otra persona. Estamos viendo nuestras vidas en una maceta. Si algo pasa, me voy. Ya tenemos un exit plan. Qué triste es hermanos que te, el pastor sabía cosas hermanos porque aquí teníamos unos hermanos que estaban aquí en el frente para ahora It doesn't take much discernment when we start to see us starting to leave and die off but again get your plan out of the pot cultivate it bring it force it Now, some of us ain't very on the green thumbs, are we? <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. I got some in my family, too. Don't, don't, don't be ashamed. I'm talking physically, okay? The plants die. Yeah, because you got to remember to water it. <laughs> you got to remember to take care of it. Some of y'all are really good. Some of y'all can be teachers of it, and you should be. And you got, you got a thought process. You have, a, you have a, a habitual type of thing, a consistent type of thing. But other of us, it's like, oh, look how pretty that plant is. It'll be dead in a week. But for some of us that care about it and do it, I mean, I was impressed. One of them I saw from uh, my dad's funeral, they still had it. I was like, what? That's from, wow. But what happens with ourselves when we're not by the waters, when we're not cultivating it, when we're not paying attention to it? It dies and it withers away. God, help me. Let your presence take over, Jesus. John 10, 9. Juan 10, 9 dice, hermanos, yo soy la puerta y el por mí entraré. Será salvo y entrará y saldrá y hallará pastos. I am the door. Listen to that. So before he said he's the way, right? Which again, we know this. Some of us were like, yeah, I kind of know that. But no, when he's your way, he's your way. Some of us say, oh, I know Jesus is the way. But then we go our own And then we become a, I, was, I thought Brother Joe was going to say, a way. An ox. Is it an ox? In Spanish, way is ox. But we go our own path. Now listen to this. Some of us, we know he's the door to enter, but we're looking for other doors. And it's simple. He's like, look. He goes, if any man enter, he shall be saved. Look, look, you know that that door is hard to get to. You know that's the way to get saved. But some of you are knocking in other places. And I'm talking to everyone, everybody's, I'm saved, brother. I'm saved. Baptized in the blood of Jesus. I'm saved. Then why are you living like you ain't even entered through the door yet? Why are you doubting? Why are you struggling? That moment when you, you know you're saved because you humbly walk in in his presence. But you understand that you have to walk in through him. I like the end of this too, and it says, it's kind of weird, right? Because it says, look at this. I am the door by if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Amen. But look what he says here. And shall go what? It's a little different right there, right? It's like everybody gets happy with saved. Like, ah, I'm saved. But listen to what he's telling you here. You're going to be able to come in and go out because you need to be present. Because if he's going to use your life to transform lives, 
you need to show other people how to get to the door. But he's telling you one thing too. See, see, look, don't, don't, look, look, look. Make sure you're paying, because you, none of y'all paid attention to this when you saw it. Now it's like everybody's like, mm. listen to what I'm saying here though, because now you're coming in, getting strong with him, going out. And guess what? When you go out, people start to see the green pastures that you're led by, that he prepares for you. Now the question is, if you've been coming in and going out, is there been green pastures in your life? Because people will be like, oh, I don't want none of that. You know, you went in a hypocrite, you came out a hypocrite. What, are, what, are, what have I said before, brothers and sisters? What is the greatest cause of atheism? It's not the Big Bang Theory. Everybody thinks it's the Big Bang Theory. You think it's, you know, they believe that we came from the jungle. You think that that's the number one reason for atheism? It's because atheists can't believe that if there was a true God, how Christians could deny them, deny him with their lives, knowing that he was true. When they see faithfulness, when they see sacrifice, when they see it transforms people in the in and out, becomes even greater. Oh, God is, I'm hoping some of us are present here to hear this because some of us need to hear this. Some of us, you know, it's been too, way too you know, long that we haven't heard this. And slow it down, play it back. You know, on YouTube, you can actually slow the speed down. You can hear me talk like this. Or you can really speed it up if you need to speed it up because you already caught a lot of stuff, but you want to go to that one place that I... Oh, unless you do that. Right, Brother Kevin? Am I wrong or am I right? I think I'm right. Playback speed. We can, you have it in the audio book too. There's sometimes you can speed it up a little bit. But some of us, we got to slow it down and say, okay, I kind of caught what you said, Brother Gabe, but I need to go back and slow it down. Have you fallen in love with Christ enough that you're going back to slow it down? Or again, is your in and out? Pues como en restaurant, in and out. No te está dando nada, no más calories. I want to get something from God today. I want to be present. I want to hear his voice. Yo quiero oír la voz de Dios, hermanos, porque cuando él llama, cosas cambian. Cuando él dice algo, montañas se mueven. Pero a veces es nosotros, es nosotros que estamos deteniendo el poder de Dios. Look how simple this is. Look, when you walk through that door, you're going to be saved. That's the first thing. Make sure you're saved. And when you're saved, that means you're not doing things from the past. You're not showing. What are you showing if you're going in and out from church and you're still the same? Woo! I tell you one thing. I don't know. If I, <laughs> buckle down. Buckle down. It's turbulent sometimes. You got to buckle down because sometimes it's like, I don't know if it's that hard, Brother Gabe. Where, where does it say that? In the word? Let's get in the word of God so we can see how hard it is. Hard was your word, they told Jesus. Who? Who can carry it? Who can take it? Who can do it? And Jesus didn't say, well, you know what? Let me soften it up a little bit because I got a dial and I can just bring it into some honey now instead of the fire. No, he didn't, did he? He said, if it's too hard for you, then you can leave too. 
But thank God, thank God we see an example of someone saying, where do we go when their life, your words are life, Jesus. I said they're hard and we know they're hard and we've been where they've been hard. But thank God that they're life. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Matthew 7, 13. Mateo uh, 7, 13, hermanos, dice. Entrad por la puerta estrecha porque ancha es la puerta y espacioso el camino que lleva al perdición. Y muchos son los que entran por ella. Enter ye in the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Verse 14. Porque estrecha es la puerta y angusto el camino que lleva a la vida. Y pocos son los que la hayan. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life and few there be that find it. Now, brothers and sisters, now this is the mystery. Okay? This is the responsibility we have. This is how precious this gospel is to us. This is where we have to make ourselves present and realize because anybody can tell you about God. Anybody can say about Jesus. Anybody. It says that even the demons say it and they tremble. Word of God says this. I'm not saying it. So don't, 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 don't mistaken a wide net or a wide road for being saved when it's tight. When it's hard, when you question it, when you wonder why, when the trials keep on coming and you don't realize that every trial removes something from you because he's seeking us in perfection. He's purifying us. He's washing us. With a pure soap. We don't understand that that trial that we're going through is God. Sometimes telling us, wait, you still got some work to do. Oh, and you, you, the, the one I love, and I mentioned this on Friday. I mentioned this on Friday. I mentioned this on Friday. I don't know why I mentioned this on Friday. I wasn't even thinking about Sunday on Friday. But I mentioned this on Friday, but it's the truth. A lot of us don't see the stuff we're going through. Is God also bringing up? Things that are deep within us. Whoo. We can be like, brother, you know, pray for me. Brother, I'm excited. We could be saying a lot of stuff. And then right there, God says, you still got to see this that's in you. Who have you seen what's in you? Does it look ugly? Is it a snake? Is it venomous? Who? Pastor used to say, the person's not when everything's going good. You know the real person when everything's going bad. May the real person show up, he used to say. A veces, hermanos, estamos pasando cosas, no entendemos por qué. Le, le, ya le pide al Señor que me ayudaba, ya pide al Señor que me sanaba de esto, pero no sé. Pero podemos ver un ejemplo en la Biblia de Pablo que él pasó con cosas, él llevó un carga. Pero me gusta como dice Pablo aquí que a veces vamos a llevar cargas que, que vamos a llevarlos. 
I hate to break it to you, but some of us are going to take things and we're going to take them and we're still going to have them until our death. Like, I was hoping that this would be the last result. But you know what? I like how Paul says it. He says, I don't take them alone now. And I start finding out that I need him every day. And it's been a blessing to me in my weakness. I find his strength. Listen to that for a second. Okay, so if I didn't have this, I might forget God. But now that I have it and I can only find my strength from him, I want God. Go figure. You see, brothers and sisters, God works in mysterious ways, in ways that we can't understand because they're personal to us. El Señor es personal en cómo trabaja en nuestras vidas, hermanos. Cada uno es diferente. Para uno puede ser algo, para otro se detiene. ¿Por qué, Señor? ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué con esto cuando oraron recibieron el milagro? Pero yo, yo todos esos años. ¿Por qué? Porque el Señor sabe que necesitamos nosotros. It's not that God is mean. It's like, how, how is God playing with us right now that for some he'll heal and give a miracle and, and create this, but for others he doesn't. No, 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 no. It's because God knows everyone's heart God knows everyone's needs God knows what it takes to push us forward to maintain us to hold us together el Señor sabe todas las cosas hermanos que bueno es el Señor hermanos God is good God is merciful amen praise the Lord thank you Jesus First John 4 1 Primera de Juan 4 1 hermanos dice Amados, no crees a todos, todo espíritu, sino probar los espíritus si son de Dios. Porque muchos falsos profetas han salido por el mundo. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now, what is this? What, 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 is, what is he telling us here? What, what is God asking us here? Through the word here to do. Again, we've got to, we got to test spirits. Sometimes something's being told to you that we instantly believe when it's not from God. But if you're present, then you know it's God's voice. If God has been calling you, God's showing you through the word. How is some advice that somebody's going somebody's to give you that's not even biblical going to be from God? How is somebody coming up to you and saying, I've been thinking about you and doing this. You should do these things. And it's going to bypass leadership. But again, many will be deceived in these days. Because we're not testing the spirits. We're believing emotions. We're believing in something that God would have said, if you were present, you would have heard what I've called you to do. I've always said that again. I'll say it. I'm going to say it at almost every preaching, don't I? What's my biggest fear, brother? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting until somebody says it. What's my biggest fear? Oh, Nina says it. Some of y'all, again, yeah, you don't listen. Being on my deathbed and asking God, did I fulfill your purpose? Being on my deathbed and wondering, did I live what God wanted me to? That's my greatest fear. 
So I need to be present today as I can walk, as I can talk. I need to be present to hear him and not wait to have regret. How do you do it? How do you do it? What's the strength that you need to have? You see, that's the beautiful thing about Christ is that Christ is what manages your life. If you're trying to manage your life, you can't even see past minutes from now when God's already got your life planned out when you release. 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 I release to you, God. Use me as you need to. I release to you, God. Use me. I'm yours, Father. I'm yours. But see, those moments come where the... Well, hey, uh, hey, can you, hey, hey, can you, uh, hey, hey, what are we going to do? Hey, 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 God, I'm yours. Because if you think it's going to be easy, no, you're still going to have all the sentiments. Your heart's still going to get in the way. Your thoughts are still going to get in the way. But when God has called you, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Just to be in your presence is enough. Nothing else matters. Oh, man, some of y'all, some of y'all got to understand one thing. God will show you, too. Some of y'all are going through problems in your marriage right now because God is showing you. No, 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 no. Brother Gabe, you're not supposed to be talking like that. No, our marriage is supposed to be fruitful and be a blessing. God is showing you nothing else matters but me. You put too much emphasis. Look to me and you'll see everything gets taken care of. Fix you and your house gets fixed. That's a, that's a tough one to hear, right? Because, you know, some of us, we come here, and we don't want to hear that. We want to hear the solution. You know, I have, I'll have conversations with um, people at times, and they want the solution, right? They want the, they want the like, hey, can you just open up and just take it out? Can we just do a surgery instead of taking medication? I don't really want to take the medication. I want you to just get in there. You know, if you got it right now, you know, just open up my, you know, heart. Can you pull it out and break the stone off? And can we just bypass this quickly? Can we do this? I really don't want to wait for this. Can we, can we do it now? We look for that instead of the simplicity of what God says. He cannot resist a contrite heart, a heart that's willing to come in his presence and say, God, forgive me. God, change me. God, I want you in my life. Listen to the words that are, I've done this. But then you have to establish yourself in it. That moment that that irritation comes, that moment that that old person wants to come out, that moment that things want to start happening. You remember the commitment when you were present. Help me, God, to see this. Matthew 7, 21. I mentioned this verse before, brothers and sisters. This is the very first verse that my dad had me learn, which I, I scratched my head now when I was thinking about it at the time, saying this is, kind of a, this is kind of profound, you know. Why didn't he give me Jesus wept? Why didn't he give me, you know, Psalms 23? Why didn't he give me Philippians 4.13? And I still remember having to read this verse, and I was like, man, feeling the pressure of it. But in the rest of my life, I have this verse which is critical to my life. Matthew 7.21. No todo el que me dice, Señor, Señor, entrará 
en el reino de los cielos Sino el que hace la voluntad de mi Padre que está en los cielos Not everyone that saith unto me Lord, Lord Shall enter into the kingdom of heaven But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven Listen to that, listen to that brothers and sisters Because some of us we come here and we're saying a lot of lords Lord help me, Lord Jesus Save me now. But are we being obedient? Are we obeying? Because it's good when you get to the door, right? It's good to find an address and you get to the door. But what if you just stay at the door? No good, right? No bueno. And when you're ready to walk out, when you're prepared to walk out, then you have a passage back and forth to him. And now you've heard him call you. You know his name. When he calls, his sheep know his name. They know that they're calling him. He's calling them. Help me, Jesus. So, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in the name? Ooh, ah, have we not, in thy name, have we not cast out devils? Ah, and in thy name done many wonderful works. Verse 23. And I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. How can that be iniquity? Casting out demons. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it was, again, I'm seven years old and I'm learning this verse. At seven years old, I'm learning this verse that's so profound. I don't understand it at the time. I'm just reciting it. I always have it in my mind. I always... Repeat it, but what is God telling me in this verse? Don't become religious. Don't think you're okay without fruits. Don't think you're okay without being obedient. If you're not obedient, then I don't know you. La obediencia, hermano. La obediencia es lo que trae a conocer al Señor. Que el Señor te conoce la obediencia. El querer, un corazón queriendo al Señor. Listo para el Señor. Pero la obediencia. Again, it's difficult. Again, we'll try to, you know, work our way out of it and weasel our way and say, well, you know, what about this verse? Well, what about this verse? What about this verse? Look at the simplicity of this verse. It's not talking to sinners in this verse. It be talking to church people in this verse. There, trust me, there's other verses, right, for the el borracho and, and the, all the bingo ones, right? This one right here is telling us, hey, I know you thought I knew you, but apparently you didn't know me because you weren't obedient. Oh, 
Merciful God, loving God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking hard. Gracias, Señor, por diciendo tu palabra. ¿Quién lo puede llevar? Yo lo quiero llevar. Yo lo quiero comer. ¿Quién puede comer tus palabras, tu cuerpo, Señor? Praise the Lord. Help us, Jesus. If we turn here to 1 Peter 1.13, Por tanto, cenid los lomos de vuestros entendimiento, ser sobrios y esperar por completo en la gracia que se os trae. Trayera, trayera, cuando Jesucristo se manifestado, sea manifestado. I'm sorry. Wherefore, gird up thy loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, brothers and sisters, this is critical in our lives. What is it to be sober-minded? What is it to gird our minds? It is making sure that we're processing everything that's coming in. We're filtering everything that's coming in through the word of God. We've talked about this. It's not our opinions. It's not our emotions. It's not our feelings. It's the word of God that's confirming our emotions and our feelings. You can get emotional. It's good to cry every once in a while. It's good to, but make sure that it's not a distraction from the enemy. Be sober-minded. Gird your mind up. Don't go off of feelings. If they're not confirmed by the word. Oh, it's powerful. I'll tell you one thing. That's why Paul said, I'm a prisoner. <laughs> he even goes even further. He says, I'm a slave to this. What's a slave has? A slave doesn't have an opinion. He just follows. Because we were bought. With the precious blood. It's powerful when you're in his kingdom. I've talked about this before. I know that there's needs here. I see the needs. You can, you know, uh, there's a spiritual thing that comes over and there's like a little health bar that's over your head. I can see them all right now. It's kind of creepy. And some are flashing, you know, there's big needs here. I know, I know there's big needs here. You, someone, everybody's like looking, okay, now I got to close my eyes for a little bit because everybody's like, whoever he's looking at has the most needs. Look, look to see where he's looking at. No, no, okay, look. Reset. I know you have a need. And God's here for your needs. God is here for your need. Your need. God is here for your desire. Your desire. But the thing is, are we prepared to do what he has? That's the question we have to have to answer. God is telling you, I can take care of it. That's great to hear, right? But when he says, this is how, that's the scary part. Because every one of us is a little different. I like to, I'm hoping, there's some things, I, I'm not going to just pat myself on the back. There's some things, there's a lot of things. That it takes me a little bit. I'm back at the same place. Hopefully there's some 
people that are like that here too. But God is merciful and gracious. And I'm grateful for that. I'm, and I'll never stop talking about his, his love and his mercy because I've experienced it profoundly in my life. He's not looking for perfect people. He's looking for people that are willing to be present. Send me. Send me. Not, the, not talkers. He's got plenty of talkers. There's plenty of talkers in the world. He's looking for people that are looking at their life and how they can move things around to be present. It's a sacrifice. It, it, it comes with sometimes changes that are drastic. For some of y'all, you guys have testified of those in your lives, things that you've had to do to get here. Things that you had to move out of your life to get here. Things you had to silence or put on mute to get here. Some of us need to learn how to do that more. I'm silencing that because God's working on me right now. Help me, Jesus. Amen. Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2.10. Y con todo engaño de iniquidad para los que se pierden, por cuanto no recibieron el amor de la verdad para ser salvos. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Verse 11. Por esto Dios les envía un poder engañoso para que crean la mentira. And for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Verse 12. A fin que sean condenados todos lo que no creyeron a la verdad, sino que se complacieron en la injusticia. That they might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. <laughs> Brother, what, what, what Bible are you reading from here? I've, you know, listen to what the word of God is saying there. There's some of us here that will reject when God is telling us the obedient side of it and what we need in our lives, and we just reject it. We'll, we'll continue living, and, you, you know, we, we, we're carrying a price today after leaving here because you heard some things that were critical, some things that were true, some things that will follow you in your conscience. It's critical. Some people, this is a terrible place, said Jacob. This is a terrible place that I'm at. Because why? Because I see that the presence of God is here. This is a terrible place. This is a horrible place. If we make it that. For some of us, it might be a place that we just like, ooh. I know if I'm going to go there, you know, some things are going to be said about my personal relationship with Christ. And look what it says right here. That the Lord blinds those that reject righteousness to thinking that they're okay. But at their end, they're damned. Verse 13. 
This, this is this is the the verse. If your light is darkness, how great is your darkness? If we think that we're okay, and yet we're not fulfilling God's purpose in our lives, as a matter of fact, we're not even entering. We're not letting others enter. then our life can be damned. ¿Qué, qué, ¿Qué cosa es, hermanos, cuando nosotros estamos viviendo una vida que creemos que estamos agradando al Señor con nuestras vidas, con cambiando cosas, creyendo cosas, pero también completamente no hemos entregado nuestra vida? Y el problema conociéndolo completamente es por comienzas a vivir una vida que es una mentira. We start to live a lie if we're not completely serving the Lord with our complete heart. When God is telling us something, it's like, ouch, we're not looking. But Brother Gay, it says over here in Amos, no, 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 you just swallow the medicine like you're going to swallow it. You let God do the work that he needs to. And sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's offensive. Sometimes it's even confusing to some of us. We don't even want to. I'm a little confused, Brother Gabe. What were you saying? What was your message really about? Be present in this and that. It's because, again, it was speaking to some dark shadows that are there. But that moment that you say, okay, God, okay, I want to hear your voice. I know you're the way. I know you're the truth. I know your life. I want to knock on your door and I want to come in and dwell with you. This is the simplicity of what the word of God is. Help us, God, to see it. John 15, 19 says, if ye were of the world, the world would love you as its own, but because you are not of the world, But I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. How are we supposed to have fellowship in our life, our everyday stuff? It's difficult. It's everything against you. But again, if the one that has the power against all things is with you, if he's greater that's in you, that's not a problem then because things come, they see that they don't, they start to question like, well, you got problems and all these problems, but you still smile, you're still praising God, you're still glorifying God, you're still thanking God. How, how are you doing this stuff? How do you stay sane? How do you, how do you, how do you stay positive through all this stuff? And see, that, that's what the enemy doesn't want you to be. He wants you to be a person that's closed in. He wants you to be a person that's distracted from being present in God's, being called by God. He wants you to not be used. He wants you to be lost in yourself and your priorities are your priorities, not God's kingdom as a priority. He wants that. The devil wants that from you. The name of Jesus. But God has power. God, God, God has the ability to transform a heart when it's willing. El Señor puede que cambiar un corazón cuando quiere cambiarse. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy in that. We thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. If we turn here to 2 Corinthians 4.8. Si voltamos, hermanos, para 2 Corinthians 4.8, dice... 
que estamos atribulados en todo, mas no angustiados, en apuros, mas no desesperados. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Verse 9. Perseguidos, mas no desemparados. Derivados, pero no destruidos. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Llevando en el cuerpo siempre por todas partes la muerte de Jesús Para que también la vida de Jesús se manifieste en nuestros cuerpos Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus That the life, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body What? Did you guys catch that? I know I kind of messed it up with my English, but listen to that. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. If we can't hold on to his sacrifice and why he did it in our life, How are we ever going to be able to present it to others if we're not holding on the why? Because he loved us. Because he chose us. Because he thought of us when we're in our mother's womb. Because he had a plan for us. This whole time, you might have felt the word of God even uses the term misfits. You might have felt like you have a place. But God's always had a plan for you. Have you been present to his plan? Hemos tenido muchas veces, hermanos, que lo sentemos que no sé qué es mi parte en esta vida o este mundo. No, no, no entiendo lo que Dios quiere de mí. Estamos buscando algo y estamos perdiendo el de no más ser sus hijos ser fieles en su palabra es un proceso cada uno de nosotros estamos en un proceso para, para muchos de nosotros si el Señor te estaba hablando hoy y estás peleando contra ese pensamiento de ser fiel, de ser obediente ya estás viendo, juzgando poniendo cosas Enfrente es que el enemigo todavía te quiere engañar Pero dice el Señor que muchos van a ser engañados Now that's the question we got to ask ourselves Am I blinded thinking that I'm okay Or do I realize that I need to get closer to God And in this process of getting closer to God And I'm in his presence things change The process changes. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. With this last verse right here, brothers and sisters, if we can all stand up, I'm going to read from Revelations 2.10. God bless everyone this, uh, this morning.
Praise God. I know we were missing a lot, um, but praise God. We, um, we still pro- we'll probably have a small group, but we're still going to have Bible class tomorrow um, just so we can stay on, um, on point. Amen. It's going to be, uh, we're going to be um, in the book of Numbers. So we do Bible class from 6 to 7, and then we eat here. Everybody's welcome to that. Um, we kind of go break down the, the books of the Bible. Uh, for some of us, it's, it's good teaching. It's uh, broken down in a way to understand it, how it coincides, and, and it, uh, it, it works itself in uh, is God's uh, perfect plan. So you're welcome for that, too. And then on Tuesday, we also have um, the event for the kids here um, where they're able to, here in the fellowship hall, play games and do some stuff here. Uh, so everybody's welcome to that. Hopefully every, we have a good attendance for that. And I, I, know, I know that there's a lot of things going on, um, but let's trust in God, amen, and believe God's got a plan for us and for the kids, amen. That way the kids can have a good time here. I know last year was fun. They had the little games that they did, and, um, and we were able to sugar them up uh, before you guys took them home. So, and I don't have any little kids, so it's, my kids can stay up because dad still goes to sleep. Um, but praise God. No, no but uh, it's, it's all for the glory of God, amen, that we try to do something for the kids to understand. They understand that uh, the practice of these things, um, as we've studied before, um, are pagan and um, diabolical, a lot of them. A lot of people don't understand the, the, the nature or the birth of Halloween and, and what the perfect plan is on that. We're not celebrating that or even acknowledging it on that day. We're trying to show the kids that there's other things that they can look forward to. Um, most kids that are here, they understand um, that, that that's not um, something that is favorable in the eyes of God. Um, and it's, it's tough. You know, again, this is, this, is, this is the tough part right here, right? Hopefully we all understand that. Some parents might hear might not understand that, but this is the tough part right here. This is the, you know, the dressy dressy and uh, look how cute they look and, and all these different stuff. But again, again, the word has been spoken. I don't need to worry about it. I don't, it's not like I go on Instagram and I follow all you guys and I'm like, oh, he didn't listen to the word. She didn't listen to the word. Trust me, I'm watching barbecue videos. <laughs> Some of y'all, I ain't even following y'all, right? To be honest with you, I'm like, are you talking about barbecue? I'll watch it. Because the Holy Spirit polices. The conscience, police, the conscience that God has given us polices. I thank God for that. If God is working in your life and has called you, then that's, it's God that's going to do it perfectly. El Señor lo va a hacer, hermanos. Muchas veces creemos que estamos aquí, estoy pensando, oh, ¿quién escuchó la palabra? ¿Quién, quién, ¿Quién lo va a hacer? Mira, esa persona no lo está haciendo. Aquí somos nomás un voz de Dios pregando. Es nuestra decisión que vamos a hacer con esto, con la palabra de Dios. ¿Qué queremos hacer con estas cosas? So let's read this last verse right here, Revelations 2.10. No temas en nada lo que vas a, vas a padecer. He aquí, el diablo echará algunos de vosotros en la cárcel para que seas probados y tendrás tribulación por diez días. Sea fiel hasta la muerte y yo te daré La corona de vida. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. 
but be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Now, now, I, you guys know me good enough to know that I don't read from Revelations a lot. I don't ever claim to, you know, I'm not the guy that's like telling you, hey, the signs are there. The signs right now in your life, I've always said you could get in your car and you could get hit by another car and God forbid, that's the end of the world for you. If I'm over here lost on, oh, look at the stars. Did you hear what's happening in Israel right now? And, and also revelations. But when I read this right here, God had me put this in for a reason. As I mentioned before, brothers and sisters, a lot of us, we hear the word of God and God speaks to us. And sometimes we're like, eh. I felt God's presence on Friday as I said what I said. And then some of it could have been, uh uh-huh. If we take things lightly, then we will be tried. But it's important to understand as we're going through trials and tribulations that God loves us and that we must repent. We must be faithful. We must listen to his voice or we could be destroyed. Let's pray, brothers and sisters, and ask God to allow us to carry this word. And if there's questions in it, if there's thoughts in it, we could talk about it. But also, if God can reveal himself to you in it. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're grateful. We're grateful for your grace, Lord, your mercy, Lord, your love for us, Jesus. Your warning for us, Lord. How you speak to us, Lord. How you tell us, Lord, what we need to hear in the time we need to hear it, Jesus. Father, I ask that you forgive us, Father, if we reject this, Lord, and we understand that now the consequences of rejecting your word, Jesus. Father, I ask that you change our hearts, Lord, that you, your mercy, Father, can finally penetrate sometimes our stony heart. If you've spoken to us today, Lord, if you've called us out, if you've guided us in some things, and you've shown us some things, Father, I ask, Lord, that we continue on this path with you as you guide us, Lord, and that we can communicate with you now differently, Father, in obedience. We can communicate with you in a different way, Lord. We might have thought that we understood who you were and what you could do in our lives, Father, but we haven't been receiving it completely as you've called us to receive it, Lord. Help us, Father, to be guided by you, Jesus, and to receive it completely. Father, I'm asking that you continue to bless all my brothers and sisters here, Lord, with wisdom, with healing, Father, in their lives. Help them, Lord, be merciful in continually guiding them, Jesus. I'm asking, Father, that you just help us, Lord, and guide us, Lord, in all things. Father, I'm also asking for the food that was prepared, that it be a blessing to our body. Continue to bless those that sacrifice, Lord, to prepare stuff and allow our fellowship to be godly, Lord Jesus, and just discussing on all the wonderful things that you do in our lives, Lord Jesus. Change our hearts, Lord. Prepare us as a church, Father, and bless us, Lord, this week. Thank you, Lord, for your protection. Thank you for your beautiful rain, Father. We're just grateful for all you do, Jesus. And we ask that you just continue blessing those that are traveling and recovering from sicknesses. In the name of Jesus, we ask this. Amen.